Hell yeah, come on. Mm. Here we go. This goes Guys, this podcast is on fire. And you know who it is. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Henry. It's your boy, Andrew. And it's your boy. Here's John. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. I love that. Yeah. Hey, John. Here's Johnny. Hi. <laughs> and we're here to celebrate, I think we're all here to celebrate, the beginning of the Dark Phoenix saga. Can I be honest with you guys? And this is a really dark moment for me, actually, that I'm just realizing this oh, no. now. So when we were talking about playing Here's Johnny, and I was thinking, like, why are we doing this? I swear on my life. No. I didn't, like, think about the fact that your name is John. No. Johnny. Johnny. Thanks, dude. You didn't piece that together. No wonder you were so confused. Isn't that, like, upsetting? Like, I'm a little, I'm, like, legitimately worried about me. (laughs) That's so bad. I was like, why? This is, like, okay, cool. Like, funny drop. We're going to get to it later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm John, by the way. Yeah, I, know, I don't know if like, you know his name. Yeah. Is John. <laughs> but Johnny, like, didn't register oh, man. to me as, like, being him. Do you need some coffee? I'm chugging it right now, and it's still... <laughs> uh, hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> We're here. And it's the start of the Dark Phoenix Saga. Part one, Dazzled. And let me tell you, don't know why it's called Dazzled. The character Dazzlers in this episode. And you may be thinking, oh my gosh, she must have a big part. No, she sings though. <laughs> She's in two scenes and doesn't do very she much. Does make a, she does make an impression. That's true. Actually, she's actually very important to the episode, but she, yeah. she might not be present. She's, she's just sh- talked about. She shows up pretty early too. Yeah. Um, but before we get to her. Dr. Moira McTaggart. We, the first thing we hear in this how are you, episode. How are you guys? Oh, I'm good. Oh, great. Okay, it's clear that you're like, you're crying out for help right now. Just checking in. Um, Henry, how are you? Yeah, you doing all right? Oh, I'm great. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what's happening. I realize Henry's going dark Henry because Phoenix doesn't remember suddenly who Cyclops is. It's no. true. She forgets Scott's name. She's time slipping. She thinks she's living a yeah. different life than the one she currently lives. Yeah. Henry's yeah. eyes Relax. have no pupils right now. They're just pure white. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get him, we gotta get him into a chamber in Scotland and start torturing him. Yeah, <laughs> something's wrong with this guy. I'm feeling great, guys. Where does this episode begin? Bagpipe land. It's <laughs> the first thing we hear. That's a flute from Titanic, right? We've been across galaxies. We've been uh, across worlds. You've been quite yes can't imagine. Yes, and here we are in sunny Scotland. Across the pond. We are here constantly, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Moira is always doing her little experiments. It does feel like home. Um, and Xavier loves visiting her and her BFF, her boyfriend. I guess her fiance, right? Yeah, they're... they're, they're Sean Cassidy, a.k.a. Sure. Banshee. Unfortunately, he doesn't get to use his Banshee powers in these episodes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Moira is using her science powers to try yes. and cure Gene. Uh, long story short, they're torturing Gene. Oh, yeah, so Gene's back, yeah. as it's, we may oh, have yes. mentioned. Also, long short story short. <laughs> we mentioned that in the episode, last episode, because she, they offhandedly were like, yeah, we're working on Gene back there. <laughs> back in Moira, Mirror Island. Because last time we saw her, she was in the sun. Yeah, yes. People were crying. She, she came back to Earth. She was dead. Nope, yes, yeah, she just came back to Earth. Yep. 
And now she's hooked up to a VR headset and a whole bunch of tubes Matrix style and screaming uh, as if she's being horrifically tortured. Yeah, not great time for Gene. But yeah, we got Moira in the control booth with Xavier and Sean Cassidy. And uh, he's basically like, hey, what like happened to her in the sun? Like, why hasn't the Phoenix left yet? Um, yeah, they don't know. So... <laughs> Same right, thing sorry. that happens to everything in the sun. It gets lightning. <laughs> nice. Is that an X1 yes. reference? That's what X2. Because she did the toad thing in X1, and then in X2, she says literally that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pyro or whoever. Um, and then, yeah, Charles is like, Gene, listen, I got a fix for this. Here. He's trying to Gene, come it's her. Charles. You're going to be all right. We are here with you on Muir Island. So am I. Phoenix, why do you still inhabit Gene's body? Your work is done. You do her harm by remaining. Loses patience immediately. <laughs> Hey, Phoenix, get out of there. Come on. I'm asking you nicely this time. Well, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, and immediately after that, a massive explosion. Phoenix explodes, essentially, and destroys the lab. Um, yeah. We cut to a little later. Jean's unconscious. Moira doesn't really know what else she can do, and she's like, look, uh, the therapy sort of helps calm her down, but Phoenix is still in there, and it's not going to leave, so you might as well just take her back home to X-Mansion and see what you can do there. Charles is like, could I build a, a cage in her head? <laughs> He's that, really good at doing that. Do that. Can I try that? And everyone's like, please stop. It's <laughs> so funny that he wants Phoenix out of her head because it goes back to my theory, tried and true. Professor X is jealous of how strong she is. He's threatened by how strong she is. He needs her to be a subordinate again. Mm. And that's going to be a theme of these two episodes, of people trying to control Jean and make her what they want her to be. That's very true. <clears throat> this whole story is just one big old metaphor for uh, women having agency over their own bodies. Speaking of agency, no, that's not right. <laughs> and so Gene I'm reaches, a part of CAA. <laughs> come sign with me. I need yeah. clients. Gene uh, telepathically reaches out. Help me, Scott. She sends out her Scott signal. Yeah, where is Scott? So Cyclops and Gambit are at the club in New York City watching Dazzler perform. In now we're talking. This is all I want to see. It's like that night that Wolverine and Beast went out and partied together yes. that we never got to see. Yes. I'm like, Cyclops is out with Gambit right now. But then I'm like, Jean's struggling and she's screaming in like a mm. torture chamber and yeah. Cyclops is at a club right now. Damn, Gambit is a fucked up, bad influence taking his friend out to forget about Jean immediately. You really are the most devious bastard in New York City. <laughs> Cyclops to Gambit. It's about Gambit. Yeah. It's true. I mean, he's trying to get it. He's like, yeah, check out that Dazzler, no? And, uh, dude, seriously, check out Dazzler, though, because she, like, she performs. She's singing this song that's like. Oh, I got it. Wait, here. Help me, Scott. It actually is such a fucking hilarious transition because it's her saying, help me, Scott. Yeah, and then just, he's at a he bar. He gets her psychic image and then he's just at a bar. <laughs> yeah. Help me, Scott. Woo! Ponytail Gambit. Up. How about that dazzler, huh? Didn't I tell you she's something? Chill out. She is something. She's got those sparkling lights all around her. That's her power. Which will explain what does she do? She dazzles. She shoots lights out. I mean, it's like plasma, little plasmoid lights. And she can actually. We've already met like four mutants who can shoot lights. She can actually shoot like also out? focus it into Paul like George. a Oh. <laughs> she can focus it into like a finger gun that she uses to like shoot like a laser at people. It's pretty cool. She like doesn't that. do that in, in these in this show, but um, she mostly uses it to blind people. She mostly is a homewrecker. <laughs> yeah, That's what it says on her 
Marvel Pedia page. It's it's true. Uh, Cyclops. Yeah. Well, he gets her. He gets Jean's psychic message before he can act on his impulses. Uh, he wants to split. Um, and Gambit's like, look, if there's any real danger, Xavier will be contacting us. Like, come on, chill. Keep watching Dazzler. Yeah. Cyclops is like, look, enjoy the rest of the show. See you later. He heads outside, walking by an alley next to the club, and all of a sudden, he sees Dazzler being uh, uh, kidnapped by these, like, goons. There's no other word for them, really. They're just, like, these little henchmen guys. They look like arcade villains. (laughs) Crash test dummy faces. Like, that sort of mask. Yeah, that's what it is. Crash test dummy mask, and they've got, like, dark blue-black suits with, like, red trim on them. What fuck? Uh, And they're they're dragging Dazzler towards a man who is dressed in Victorian-era garb. Yeah. uh, Standing next to a We got another one of these, like, leader types who look like they're from the... Oh, I never thought about... The leader was dressed the same way. Like from Genosha? Is leader a part of the... No, that's just how they... Why was he dressed like that? (laughs) (laughs) Like how you guys call him leader? Because that's what they call him in the show. It's just funny. Wait, what's Our allegiance changes for every episode. I call Mojo leader sometimes. He's just like a Genosian magistrate, like in the comics. But Leader. They just call him leader. Leader. (laughs) What's the purple guy? He's my leader too. The purple guy. Who controls children. Children is... is, uh, Taki. Oh, oh, uh, the purple man. (laughs) Shut up. That's the guy's name, the purple man. No, from the uh, from <laughs> from the Charlie episode. From uh, the Purple Man is his name. What's the character? Kilgrave. Oh, oh, Kilgrave. Yes. <laughs> what the hell? But his, Andrew, his villain name really, is the Purple Man. This is some who's on first shit. It. I didn't know that. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I have Cyclops saying yes. Now I have. No. Oh sweet, we're gonna eventually get him saying every word in the English language. Yeah. He'll uh, talk just like Drake, and that that was perfect. Yes. <laughs> yes. We all remember that. But Psych immediately jumps into action and starts blasting. No. Uh, he starts blasting the goons off of Dazzler, and the the Victorian man rips... I'm just going to say his name. His name's Donald Pierce. Um, cool. You might recognize him as a villain in Logan. He's played by Boyd Hallbrook. Oh. That's him? It's supposed Whoa. to be him, yeah. Oh, because he has the arm. Metal arm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Except they have him like leading the Reavers, which he does in the comics uh, later in the line. Yeah. Um, Why the colonial look? Why he's the a reaver? So out of time look. No, well, yes, sort of. Um, cool. Let's get reason, into that. Let's get into that when we get to once their we club. meet the, yeah, sure. the club. Sorry, yeah. I jumped the gun. No, you're good. I mean, it's hard because we meet one guy and then you don't realize. Oh, he's part of an entire organization that dresses out like of this. Context, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the first thing he does is rips off his sleeve, revealing his cyborg arm, slamming his fist into the hood of the car, ripping out the engine and throwing it at Cyclops. It's really cool. He's able to blast it quickly into a bunch of pieces, but he still gets knocked back by it. Um, and Pierce rips off a parking sign, uh, like a parking meter, and is about to stab Cyclops with it. When Dazzler, she dazzles. She dazzles. Oh, she shoots her little light beams out, blinding him, helping Cyclops up. And uh, I guess Pierce and his bad guys, his, his buddies are like, yeah, that's too much action yeah. for us. We're out of here. That happens a lot in this it. show where they're like, let's beat it. That Two guy, people? No way. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they face any adversity, they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, no, yeah. See you later. So yeah, they they run away. Um, Cyclops is like, "Yo, who was that?" She's like, eh, "Some big shot who wouldn't take no for an answer." Um, but yeah, she basically starts macking on him immediately. Like she invites yeah. him back to the club tomorrow. It's awesome. She's like, "I I feel safer if you were here." And, and Cyclops is like, "Actually, I I'd like to ask you more about your powers. <laughs> yeah. This sleaze ball, man. <laughs> y'all y'all ride for this dude. I'd you like feel to okay for that? hear more. You should about go to your my school. Mutant powers." We could be in school together. You know, my wife's in Scotland right now being experimented on. She's screaming. <laughs> Would you like to hear that? His mind changes real quick because you know he left the bar with Gene on the brain. And look how quickly he's 
I will say God. he's being kind of he's being a little bit too open, but no. he's not like overtly flirting or anything. Not the way she is. She's coming on really strong. You're gonna do it again, aren't you? You're gonna treat this oh like the, the teacher at the orphanage. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> that he just kissed immediately after Gene died for our. But Cyclops sins. doesn't kiss Dazzler. It, I think it'd be worse now, because she's back. Because she's yeah. Back. What are you doing, dude? Yeah. She, well, she might be like, she might be a bird now. And he's not into that. <laughs> Meanwhile, good guy Gambit's just trying to take Cyclops out and distract him, get his mind off of things, and all a dude can do is talk about you. You need to relax. Yeah. <laughs> so he can't, he can't win either way, is what yeah. you're saying, yeah. with you. Relax. Well, he's going to relax because he we had two so, relax drops this episode. Because we cut back to X-Mansion and a sandwich being made Wolverine in the kitchen by Wolverine. looking for that salami. Now, let's break down this sandwich. salami. <laughs> let's break it down. I smell it. <laughs> he's got a French roll out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid foot long, I would say at least. Um, Dijon mustard, Swiss cheese, lettuce, tomato, a brown meat that I can only assume is roast beef. Yeah, I'm he, hungry now. He's about to throw on some salami on there. Wow. It's a pretty good sandwich. If you want to make it at home, uh, send us your videos of making it. That nut doesn't But only it. use claws. <laughs> so he's making this he's making this sandwich and who walks in? While you're at it, fix one for me. Oh, Wait, can we hit that again? But give me Looks the like fucking studio happy. audience on that baby, because that is some beautiful, beautiful oh, yeah. sitcom work. Yeah, you're right. Hold on, let's let's produce this one. Where's that blasted salami? I can smell it. While you're at it, fix one for me. <laughs> Looks like you've been having fun without me. Where's the Cajun? <laughs> oh, oh. With the ooh. ooh. Oh, I don't have that. Yeah, we don't have an ooh. Damn, we just we do it. Uh, yeah, I love this between the two of them. It's just like two bros mm-hmm. broing down like, yeah, it's late at night. Make me up a sandwich. He's you know? a singular. He's a singular bachelor. Cyclops' sleeve is ripped open, too, and he's leaning against the door like, I could use a sando, bro. Yeah. And uh, Wolverine actually looks out for Cyclops here because Cyclops starts talking about... Where's the Cajun? Not the Cajun. <laughs> the Dazzler. He's like, yo, I found this girl at the... And Wolverine immediately interrupts, and he's like, oh, 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 you want to say what you're about to say because look who just walked in the door. It's Jean Grey. And Dude, Cyclops turns around and sees Gene. Wolverine saved his ass. He he's a good he guy. Have. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do that. He, we know he loves Gene. We know that he could totally let Cyclops just totally talk about I this woman that he a, I met at the let club. Him rot. <laughs> That's my perspective. You would have let Cyclops just keep going. Gene loves Wolverine more than she loves Scott, and that's <gasps> what I feel. Well, we're gonna see something in a, the second part of this episode that indicates. As much potentially. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm with Andrew on this. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get Is there. that the theory? I think Cy- I think Wolverine loves Jean more than Scott loves Jean because well, definitely. Scott yes. doesn't understand Jean. That's a given. But I think Jean, but I think Jean potentially yeah. deep down feels Wolverine's love more. I think she like sees a better life with Scott and is like, mm-hmm. oh, we're like he's the leader. He's the leader. And stable. And our w- children would be wonderful and not well, hairy. And Wolverine's a little bit rough around the edges. He's uglier. He's shorter. He's, yeah, he's more fierce. But deep down, I think she's like, "Oh yeah, he's but a he way would be better a, guy, a much more passionate lover. Mm-hmm. Definitely more passionate lover, and just like a like a person who feels things." Yeah, Scott deeply too is potentially a psychopath. I mean, look, we know that Wolverine spent a lot of time in Japan. Like, he's a very like contemplative, like deep, like introspective kind of guy. Domo, um, which he pair. I mean, she's she's seen him practice in his judo. 
Yeah. Or not in his judo, sorry. Oh, yeah. She's seen him practice in his dojo. It was awesome. They do a flashback <laughs> to that. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Cyclops gives her a big hug, and we see the first signs of, like, because she doesn't reciprocate it. Yeah. Like, he grabs her, picks her up, hugs her, and she just kind of awkwardly stands She's there. She's like, I'm, I'm tired. And yeah. everyone's like, why don't you, like, go let her rest for a little bit? Well, Xavier rolls Immediately. in and insists. He's like, she needs her rest, Scott. And Scott is... And they take her away. And Scott is pissed off. Jean seems so distant professor what can i do all those weeks of therapy and she still isn't any better the phoenix is still inside her that's the problem okay got it just gotta get it out again that's the problem for him yeah <laughs> that's yeah and, and by the way true. by the way scott's like you did therapy for weeks yeah what's two the weeks. issue <laughs> that's definitely his view on therapy overall. oh yeah he's like you only go for a few sessions you're until it to, fixes yeah. you and then you're done you're i got babes like dazzler throwing themselves at me every night professor i'm on a i'm on a strict timetable i have to wait around for gene to get some firebird out of her soul <laughs> i'm a, i'm pissed um but yeah xavier sort of tells him to chill he's like look honestly because you guys are so close you share a psychic rapport this like is classic Professor X shirking responsibility and being like, "You're the leader of the X Men. A true leader connects with his wife and <laughs> yeah, and can handle his own business." I mean, at least he's kinder about it this time around mm-hmm. uh, than he was in the first Phoenix Saga when he <laughs> just ragged on Scott for being a terrible leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, Scott can do what he needs to do to help her get the Phoenix out and return to normal. We've got to get the Phoenix out. And as we are left with the question, what will happen to them? We meet the Circle Club. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> what it says on the building. It's supposed to be the inner circle, and it's also in the comics. It's called the Hellfire Club, but for some reason on the building they just wrote Circle Club. They probably can't uh, curse. They probably can't say Hell on. No, definitely not. Yeah, you can't label it Inner Circle Club. Yeah, or the Inner Circle because it's just like the building just didn't have to be labeled. That's true. You <laughs> that exterior shot, but we see a bunch of sort of Victorian era dressed men uh, talking in their fancy little cup. Think like the coolest way to dress. Think big country club vibes, like fireplace, wooden walls, wooden floors, swords hanging up, tapestries, etc. You know, in Titanic at night after dinner, when all the all the guys go to the to the cool room to smoke and talk about business. That's Talking where we're about at. Stock prices. Billy Zane's like, I hate my wife and I love money. Who's with me? And they go, Cheers, Cheers to evil. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we see them all talking. Um, should I just explain all these guys now? Yeah. So we've got, um, there's a big boy. He's a big round guy. Um, kind of a bigger man. I've said that three times now. Round boy. Uh, he's a he's a bigger man and he's got like a blonde goatee. Um, his name's Harry Leland. And... <laughs> He's cool. actually originally based on Orson Welles. All of these guys are based on real people. Oh. Um, and well, I guess we'll find his power in a second. Uh, I'll go over their powers when they bring him up in the show. Yeah. And then there's Sebastian Shaw, who you guys might remember from X-Men First Class, played by Kevin Bacon. Uh. They have him sort of dressed in all green. He's sort of got like a black, long sideburns. Uh, mutton chops, I guess. They kept the sideburns in the movie. That was the one thing they kept, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought this was Phil Lamar doing his voice, but it's not. Doing Continue. Sebastian Shaw's? Yeah. Oh. And then we also see Donald Pierce, the cyborg who we met earlier, a yes, little, little yes. blonde guy. Yeah, and then there's two other people who walk in later in the scene who we, yeah, have seen before in the Phoenix Saga very briefly, and it's Emma Frost, who you probably, January Jones from X-Men Whoa. First Class. Uh, she's dressed like a blonde woman in like a white corset. <laughs> um, and she loves Kawhi. And she a, wants to date Kawhi. <laughs> January Jones does? You know about this? No. She like, has posted about him multiple times. Like, can we go on a date? Like, 
And I wow. said, good luck, January Jones. I've been trying for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough to get a hold of him. Uh, and then with her is also this man, Jason Wingard, who's sort of a dashing... Uh, Brown hair. Is he? He thinks he is. He looks good. I, I guess. think. Like, I, I mean, you got to be cocky to wear a pink blazer like he's sure. popping. And I'll tell you, we've seen kind of a version of him in X Men before. In X Two, Striker's son, also named Jason, has the Jason has the power to mentally project into people's minds and make them see realities. Is that oh. right? Oh, the little freak son. Yes. Well, we ne- uh. We've never actually seen an adaptation of this character, right? Uh, of this character, no. This specific one, no. He's pretty important in this episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's also, the most important part is that he's trying to, spoilers, he's trying to get in Jean's pants. <laughs> smoochy, smoochy. Be her only husband. So is he, in the comics, featured no. this heavily, too? Wingard or Wingard? Wait, what's Winger? Her? Oh, yeah. Jeff Winger? Yeah. This whole, the Hellfire Club is like a five-ish issue kind of saga that kicks off the Dark Phoenix saga. Mm. Because first it starts with Emma Frost wanting to... She's actually trying to recruit Kitty Pride and Dazzler into the Hellfire Club. And the X-Men basically, like, go to, like, rescue them. And then the X-Men go off on their own for an issue to, like, recover from that fight. And then they realize they need to infiltrate the Hellfire Club because there was a much more nefarious thing going on, Mm -hmm. which then leads us into the direct events of this episode, basically. Cool. Um, It's actually shocking how close the plot of these two episodes is to, like, those first four-ish issues of the Dark Phoenix Saga. It's really, it's kind of amazing, actually, how close it is at times. There's, like, shots. I think I sent you, I did send you guys, like, um, I sent you guys a a panel from the comic that they literally match with Wolverine Mm -hmm. in the sewers. It's awesome. Um, So anyway, yeah, Pierce uh, is explaining that, like, Dazzler wasn't the right mutant for them because they're razzing him for not bringing her back. And uh, they're like, look, we only want the most gifted and powerful mutants to join us in the inner circle. And so one thing you guys need to realize about the Hellfire Club is that there's the larger club, which is the Hellfire Club. And then there's the inner circle, which is, like, the club within the club of, like, so it's like a high society club where, like, big, powerful people, you know, in politics, government, you know, government, military uh, pop culture, et cetera, like join, but then the inner circle are like the actual puppet masters, kind of like the Bohemian Grove, like billionaires who like get together to nice. like, but actually, to like mutant, rig elections. You have to have mutant powers. But yeah. they have mutant powers too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the Illuminati, the mutant Illuminati. Yes. It, the mutant Illuminati within the Illuminati, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but then there's also an Illuminati. <laughs> which is John, oh God. Yeah, John yeah. Krasinski. John Krasinski's the Illuminati. Oh yeah. The Illuminati from uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. So yeah, um, Leland, the big fat guy, he takes a jab at Pierce uh, because he failed, and he's like, "Look, don't send a man to do a machine." Or sorry, being half machine makes me no less a man, Leland. I'll see you never lift that hand against me again, Leland. So, Leland. So Leland's power is he can increase the density of something. It's purple what? electricity. I think you didn't watch the right up. Yeah, it's purple <laughs> electricity. Yeah, but he uses that to increase your molecular density, which is why Wolverine goes crashing through the floor. It's why his arm starts to sink down. To I could have used it an gets, explanation. It gets super heavy. He That's makes crazy. Him, I think you need to sit down. That's all he can do is yeah. make you sit. <laughs> he makes you sit. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, he just, yeah, he makes you super heavy. So you'd be sitting in that chair, and all of a sudden you'd weigh like 1,000 pounds, and you'd just crash through. That's me after eating a Big Mac on a Friday night. <laughs> Yeah, Shaw, that was Shaw at the end. He's like, hey, come on. Break it up, break it up. Let's get back to business. And that's when Jason Wingard and Emma Frost enter, and she says, look, my psychic abilities have discovered a creature with more powerful than any of us could imagine. It's the Phoenix. And she basically then spends the next five minutes of the episode regaling the events of the Phoenix saga. Go back and listen to our episode on that if you haven't. Yeah, but the important part is... What is Pierce's 
power besides being half cybernetic? Cyborg. That's it. He's a cyborg. He's not a mutant, then? He's a cyborg. So he's the lowest member of this group? He got altered. Yeah, I guess so. He's yeah. a shit. But he's strong and he can fight. He, he that's kind of why cool he shit. goes off to the Reavers. Um, uh, and the but the important part of this, Andrew, we get a we get a flashback to basically what happened. But then we also see how Phoenix got back, which would have been cool to see in an actual episode of this. Yeah, like throw it in at the end of the No Mutant Absolutely. Is an Island episode would have been way better. Instead of them just looking at a hologram saying Gene, <laughs> they we get to see. Gene flying back from the sun, yeah. uh, crashing into the rocks of... I it was like know. two minutes later after they left her. She's yeah. like, wait. <laughs> no, it literally took me like five seconds yeah. uh, to save the planet, to save the galaxy. Um, and yeah, in the X-Jet, they literally go pick her up in the X-Jet, and then I guess she's just been on Muir Island since then. Yeah. Um, but Emma Frost says she was able to get this information from Cerebro, the X-Men's own computer. Aye, aye, aye. Um, because Xavier's been so distracted lately by getting all of his psychic blasts from Lalandra and the Shi'ar aliens yeah. that she was able to just very easily sort of infiltrate their system and sort of hack their system and find out everything about the X-Men, essentially, um, and what was going on. So, yeah, she's like, let's go after Phoenix, and we're going to use uh, Jason Wingard's mind powers, mind reality-altering powers to... Uh, Attack her mind. So what exactly are Emma Frost's full powers, though? She could She's like a telepath. That's it, though? On par she... with Xavier. She can also shoot, like, a psionic sort of, like... Purple thing. Beam. It's green, I think. Green. She's green. Yeah, she, she's green. green. later? She got green blast, because when she's uh, He's hacking purple. the computer... Leland is purple. She's green. green, like, fla- green cloud. So Might Professor... as well be walking. <laughs> on the sundown. <laughs> Back at X-Mansion Hospital Wing. Professor X. <laughs> More quote unquote therapy for Gene. Yeah. Yeah. She's in bed and he's and he's saying, Get get the heck out of there. Can you please? And then we hear a little word from Phoenix. Yes, I hunger. Yes, oh, I hunger. Just give it a little snack. <laughs> you just gotta feed it. Yeah. Uh yeah. So J- Xavier uses his powers to calm her mind a little bit and uh, he leaves with Beast, saying that Phoenix is actually starting to take over Gene's mind. Um and so through because through Jean's body, Phoenix is now able to feel things it's never felt before, which is the main reason why it won't leave. Love? Horny? It wants to get sucked. Oh. Relax. Oh, yeah. Xavier <laughs> pats her head. That's how he... Relax. Yeah, he says that twice, right? He says, relax. That's his therapy. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, my job here's done. He rolls out of the room like, did it. And Cyclops, like, failing to read the situation once again, decides... No. Now is a good time to tell her that he's. I'm gonna go hang out with Dazzler tonight. I hope that's cool. Are you? You're good, right? I wasn't expecting you to come back, actually. And I had a date, so and she immediately lashes out. It's it's so great. The man who tried to kidnap that mutant Dazzler might return. I have to go back to that club tonight. You would leave me to be with another woman? Oh. Go then. Gene, there's nothing to be jealous of. Maybe you'll have to protect her from me. You don't mean that. No. Oop. Of course not. Oop. But I'm afraid the Phoenix does. Okay. Don't worry, my darling. I'll stay a while longer. We will find a way to help you. And he's never been more attractive than her. <laughs> she gets Cyclops, a little crazy. You're dropping the ball, dude. Stay he, with your fucking wife. Oh, obviously. He's definitely becoming a member it's of the ridicu- Bad Boyfriend Club. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Dude. Like, you know that Wolverine would never. He's like, I gotta go back to the club because, like, you know, send Beast. She might Send be anyone. in danger. Send Gambit. He was already there. Okay, I got a question. No, he's, je- he's scared Gambit's going to steal her. Oh, I see. Pretty, pretty, but so? Pretty deep question <laughs> She'd for, be safe. for gene haters out there like Henry. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, true. 
He hates Jean. He calls her a, a weak-minded person. I don't. I don't love her. <clears throat> and I have something to support your theory. Oh, good. Is she too easily influenced at all times? I'm not saying Phoenix is a power that you can overcome easily, but it's the power of like creation. Yeah. There's, the Anna Lee, there's the Anna Lee moment in the sewers oh, where that, suddenly she's calling her attention. her mommy, and she's like, "Well, Anna Lee is a is a is an Omega level mutant." But here's the thing: Jean is the only one who is getting psychically attacked <laughs> on a level <laughs> under which no one else has. She's a huge target because she's hugely powerful. She's got a big target on her back. She's like a reality show contestant. She's been through a lot of shit. I'm not going to deny that. Got a lot of rings under. It's like it's like when you're on the challenge and you've won a lot of seasons and you keep coming back and all the rookies keep trying to get you out every season, you know? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Henry doesn't watch the challenge. I we never even try. considered the amount that Professor X has been limiting her powers, too. Like, That's the other yeah, part. Like She yeah. could have been way cooler this entire time. He's been kind of having her on, you know. Got mental blocks. Limbo mode. She's also got her own mental blocks in place. In the comic, they make I'll a much say. more bigger deal out of the fact that, like, Jean is subconsciously suppressing the Phoenix, and, like, that's when Dark Phoenix happens, it's kind of like Phoenix completely gets out of control. So It's kind of like Storm. She's co- controlling her powers at all times, because Storm can leash, le- le- like, unlash. Well, she, we know now yeah, that Storm like, is that's never in control about of her Storm. powers. Yes. <laughs> Especially after last episode. Suck. Now we know Storm is not in control of her powers. She is in control. Well, she yeah, but it's really to, She has hard. to focus on... That's you know that thing. big flashback in this episode? It'd be cool if they had done that with footage of Storm. Like, they just added footage of her. Going, oh, like, like, in the earlier seasons? Better watch out. I could yeah. lash out. She's just sitting on the couch. I have to keep my emotions of, under control or things could get pretty bad. There's just rain over her at all times. Fuck. <laughs> so we cut to later, and Cyclops is watching over Jean while she yeah, sleeps. He stayed. He's like, okay, 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 okay. They stayed for like a couple more hours. Okay, then, I'll stay. Until she fell asleep, and then he's like, hey, Storm, can you just like watch Jean for a quick second while I go hang yeah. out at the club? And Jean's like, you talk to another woman in front of me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Storm, I, and Storm, she she enters wearing a nice little, like, um, uh, uh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Why can't I think of the word? Shawl, y'all. Shawl. Thank you. Yeah, shawl. Storm enters wearing a shawl. You and may now enter. Sorry. So nope. we sell Jean Creams and... Storm shawls? Shawl y'all. Shawl y'alls. Jean Creams rogue, and shawl Rogue shawls. Storm shawls. No, it's rogue because it's y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? It's so dumb. <laughs> so yeah, Storm watches over Jean and she's like, it's late, you should get going. Uh, we cut to the inner circle. Emma is now sensing Jean's asleep. Now, she's sitting at a fireplace across from Jason Wingard. They got their hands clapped, sitting at, like, a table next to a... The, the room's dark. It's moody fire flickering light, and the inner circle standing around them as she uses her powers to boost Wingard's reality-altering powers to get inside of yeah. Jean's mind while she dreams. This is sick teamwork. There is a lot of great teamwork I like on it. both sides in these two episodes. Look, you can see why, why the Hellfire Club is pretty powerful. This, yeah. This is a cool move you can do. Yeah, it's awesome. He, so he uses his powers of illu- illusion to create whatever reality he can choose. And she says, a, she says, like, her defenses are down. You may now enter. And I said, I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> you may now enter. The, I will say. These episodes are very subtextually and explicitly sexual. Um, it's, but you can't say Hellfire. You can't say Hellfire, but you can, yeah, have, but you can have someone go like this. While wearing like a tight black leather corset. Awesome. Um, we were raised by television in the right way. <laughs> so we she, were raised by television and we lost ourselves. 
<laughs> you know who else has lost Jean? In her dream, she's drowning in an ocean wearing an old pink Victorian dress, and she uh. swims to the surface as she's rescued by Jason Wingard, who is standing atop a giant old ship. Jumps off, dives perfectly in, swan dives, rescues Jean from the water, mm. brings her inside his cabin, and a lays bit of her. a meat cute, <laughs> straight out of a novel on your grandma's bedside table. If yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, the novel uh, your grandma used to jerk it to. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, she's confused. She kind of wakes up in her in his bed, and she's confused. She's like, "This isn't my time or my world." And he's like, "Jean," or I don't even think he called. Does he call her Jean? He calls her. He calls her Venus. Oh, he calls her Venus. He says, "Venus, you were you're dreaming. You were nearly drowned." You know, I'm gaslighting. I think her full name is uh, Doctor Jean Jean, Venus. Jean (laughs) Venus. Genus Venus. Uh, that's her stage name. Uh, yeah, so we cut to later on the ship as they're standing on the deck in the moonlight. And Jean Veen. It's sailing in the night. It's a beautiful, <laughs> moody scene. And she's like, I don't remember stowing aboard. Or no, he he says, he's like, wait, so you don't remember stowing aboard this ship to America to abscond with me? Your, your big lover? And she's like, no, I remember another life, a strange one. And we see her looking in the waters. And in the waters, the reflection of all the faces of the X-Men. Uh, see, this is where I got to stop you. Love to analyze what faces people see when they see faces. You do love to you, do this. Yeah. Is and it a, John's new segment? Oof. Jean only saw three faces, three X-Men she actually cares about. Who are those X-Men? I don't remember. Tell me. I remember, Off the top Stor- of your head. I remember Storm and Wolverine, I think. And that's those Storm? are the only Storm? That's She's very one of the three. I, I don't remember who the third one that. is. I don't remember if it's Cyclops or someone else. Better believe it's Cyclops. First. Oh, okay. Well, of course. First Cyclops. Yeah. Second Storm. Third Wolverine. Wolverine. That makes sense. That's very weird that Storm's in there. What do you mean that's weird? I feel like her and Storm are best kind friends. Of, yeah, they're the in two, the show. They're the two most powerful mutants on the team. Who's sitting by her bed right now, dude? Ask yourself. Because Cyclops asked. Storm's idea. And Cyclops loves to tell Storm you what to do. Just like the fucking Cyclops club. loves to tell Storm what You're to do. The tell me I'm club. wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Storm, go fly up the fl- go. I think they're all just close. Like Storm and Cyclops <laughs> yes. kind of share a leadership role on the team. Like Gene and Storm are two of the most powerful. No. It's a natural triumvirate. No. It's a natural trio. Uh, but okay. yeah, he's, okay. he's okay. like, look, girl, that was just a dream. Nothing more. You're safe on board with me now. Back in reality. Yeah. And Gene's like, come to think of it, I actually do remember this. You saw me and you called me really pretty. I'm like, I'm going to come. I like how she's adding to this made-up story now. Yeah, she's like, she's yeah, like oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I was hot. Yeah, and you're hot, too. And let's kiss. And they do. They make out. Dude, oh, my And as God. they make out, we see Scott's face. So I fuck your bitch. Fuck you, Cyclops. This one's going after oh. you, you bitch. You got a new guy up in town. Damn. Up in jeans, jeans, baby. <laughs> Sorry, Cyclops. The inner circle. Inner circle. Snagging Sykes woman out from under him. I fucked your wife. (laughs) (laughs) You're not even really married. Wait. Oh, and we're going to get there. It's, yeah, it's, man, you're in for a treat, folks. Um, Inner circle rocks. I'm going to just say that right now. I love the inner circle. I do too. I fucking love them. Let's talk about it now. I love the inner circle. Okay. They're strong. They're powerful. They got, they're evil. Well, they, they're, they're showing us a new side of the X-Men universe, like the elite mutant class that are like secretly controlling the world. I will like, say they show, cool. they show why they're in a formidable antagonist. The aesthetics are confusing. Yes. They probably made a little bit more sense in the 60s uh, or the, I guess, 70s. But man, <laughs> they look dumb. The 60s, I'll just, I got to say they look dumb. I yeah. don't like their look. The look is a little oh, goofy. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. I but, wish they were just like more modern chic elite, you know, but... 
they don't like act that way really though, so I'm fine with it. And, and then Emma Frost's look com- compared to them is just a hot mess. Yeah, none of it makes sense. No, but I like it. I'm into it. Yeah, they um, dude when they fight. Hey guys, spoiler alert! They fight in the second episode. It's it rocks. It's a good fight. It's a great fight. Yeah. Here's my pitch. Yeah. Restructuring Phoenix as or Dark Phoenix as a saga. Okay. We open the episode. On Jean and water mm. in this dress, we're mm. like, "How the fuck is this happening?" Is so this we start like, in the illusion, yeah, and then we like break Jean out of it at some point because we don't know where she's been. Yeah, so we're following Jean from her perspective as she's being manipulated by men and yeah. outside forces, and we're watching. I her. love it. It's interesting you say that because they kind of do a version of that in the comics. Because before the Dark Phoenix saga even starts, there's a few random moments when she's just normal Phoenix where. She'll be standing around with the X-Men and then all of a sudden see a new reality around her and like be like, wait, what? I'm a and she but Jean's more aware of it. Mm-hmm. So she assumes that she's like time slipping back into like one of her ancestors' bodies or something. But even if we followed it from this dream perspective, her seeing flashes of Cyclops or Wolverine is just like fever yeah. dream stuff. It's like she is in the sun right now going crazy. Yeah. It'd be interesting to build it that way. It'd be much more like subversive. I mean for kids, yeah. Where's that blasted salami? And meanwhile, the entire episode, Wolverine's making a sandwich. It's like, where the fuck is it? You just hear, like, salami, like, in the <laughs> clouds. Um, but, yeah, Jean wakes up, and she's she wakes up to a Jean Green. Um, she does. Because it's right as they're kissing, and Storm asks her if it was a nightmare. Jean's like, no, nah, it was just a dream, which is interesting, because Storm's like, oh, nightmare? She's like, no, dream. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah. She mm-hmm. liked it. That's no, a it good point. And you cut it. back to Wingard, who did not have a good dream. No. He didn't come to coming. Yeah, he's pissed because he's like, it wasn't I'm enough. <laughs> he no. didn't get to come. <laughs> and then Frost no. is just like, chill out. You know, like. He's like, look, we can't show our hand too soon. I had to break contact before um, because Gene. Relax. There was a reason we saw Scott's face because Gene shared a psychic rapport with Scott. And Emma said that if she held on too long, Gene's mind would reflexively seek his protection. And it sort of did that and sort of bonked her out of there. Ouch. But yeah, Wingard doesn't care. He's like, we're going to find her tonight. Let's go. We're going off to find her in the real world. Back to the X-Mansion. Storm, uh, she had left earlier to go get Gene a glass of water, and she returns with that glass of water. Uh, yeah, Storm returns to Gene's room with a glass of water and sees a comically charred bed. Like, her bed is just has a human scorch mark in there. it. Not again. And the window is busted open. Looks like Phoenix is on the loose. When I'm really thirsty in bed... I charred a bed. I charred up. <laughs> charred a bed. After you've had a real hot and heavy I, dream. I, I charred a bed. I charred a bed before. Uh, yeah, we see Phoenix landing in an alley, just firebird mode, landing in a new outfit. It's like a dark red. Like, is that what, it is? what color is that to you? Because I think it's skin, so don't com- ask me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Another saber truther strikes again. The Phoenix truther or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's red suit time. It's a red suit. I thought comics. it was black and yellow all this time. Me it too. does look black because it's like nighttime, but it is red. Cool. It's so, like when Cyclops. Oh, it's is like dark, thin. dark red. I remember from the comics. Yes, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. dark red version of her green Phoenix costume. We start using a different name for Jean and Phoenix probably from this point forward because there's a lot of times where Jean kind of busts out. Right. Probably should just say Fien and Jean. Fien and Jean. Okay, yeah. So Fien. Jean, when they land, Jean says, no, stay back. And we see the Fien uh, fly away. <laughs> Like it flies off of her or something, leaving normal Jean behind. And inside, she's like, club, "Well, while I'm here, I, I guess I'll just walk into this club." Yeah, and it's the club that Dazzler's at. Let's she's see this idiot that just my, wrapping up my a song. Fake husband loves. <laughs> yeah, um, and she's like singing it directly at Scott, and the lyrics are something like "love" or whatever, and then the song just ends. Here's where Scott blew it, though, dude. You bring Gambit with you. 
You look you always bring your guilty buddy. as hell showing up there alone and yeah. being like, this is me and I my agree. girl. Scott, yeah. let me tell you how to cheat on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so Jean enters literally right as Dazzler walks up to Scott and kisses him. By the way, no threat to her life at all at this point. I take that back. Scott went to Gambit and said, like, hey, I'm going to go back to that club tonight. You want to come with me? And he's like, no, dude, you sucked last night. Yeah. <laughs> you were not fun no, to hang out No, I'm okay. All you did was talk about Gene and leave. So, yeah, no, I'm good, man. I think uh, she was just being nice, dude. I don't think. <laughs> but right as Gene sees them kiss, we cut to outside the club where Emma and Jason from the Hellfire Club, or the Inner Circle, arrive. And uh, Emma can suddenly sense Jean's mood shift. And Jason says it's because her mind has drifted into his world to be with him because he's just got a fucking ego. He's, like, obsessed with being, like, no, she, like, wants to be with me, guys. Like, yeah, I'm, he I'm, gets off on it. Yeah. And, Sh- and Shaw enters the pissing contest eventually, too. Oh, yeah, it's it's interesting. The, like, she would like me, too. The interpersonal <laughs> club dynamics no. are really... So we go back to inside, and Scott's introducing Gene to Dazzler. And he's like, he just acts guilty. Um, uh, D- Dazzler? Uh, yeah, well... This is uh, Gene. This is, and she, you know... Uh, Dazzler says, who's that? The inevitable girlfriend? Um, which I thought was... That uh, Dazzler don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's what that means. She knew Scott was taken. She's still planning one no. on him. Yeah. I love I kind of like Dazzler. She's cool. Yeah. But Jean sees Jason walk into the club and she immediately walks in up to him and he immediately uses his powers to put them back into their own little Victorian world. Pirate world. The entire club changes around them too. It like turns into an old tavern. And they immediately kiss and walk away together. <laughs> Another kiss. If we're doing a kiss counter, dude. Cyclops is getting wham so whammy. From Cyclops' Trouble perspective, he goes to the club, he's like, I'm gonna watch Dazzler's show, wait for that to finish up. She her show finishes, she's walking up to him. She kisses him right as he turns and sees Gene in the door. Then Gene turns and sees another guy walk in the door, and she walks up and just kisses that guy and mm-hmm. walks out with him. And then Dazzler says, looks like she's an ex-girlfriend now. <laughs> and and I and I love that because that's a that's a little play on words. Because it's like X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking about EX girlfriend? No. She doesn't even X. know they're the X-Men. Oh, um, but yes, yeah, Scott chases after them, and as soon as he exits the club, he's tackled by two of the Hellfire goons uh, on his way out. Oof! And Gene and Jason ride off in their cart in his car together as Dazzler bursts out the door, lights up the goon. Every time you call Winger Jason, I'm just picturing like a bully dude from high school in a, a Letterman's jacket, just like peace loser. For some reason, in my <laughs> notes, I just Gene. put his name down as Jason because <laughs> it was faster yeah. to type than Wingard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, Gene and Wingard leave together, uh, and yeah, Dazzler busts out of the door, lights up the goons, and... Isn't she basically Jubilee? Like, what's the difference? It's not different. Okay. Yeah, except it's just light and Jubilee can't instead sing. of fireworks, because oh, the fireworks yeah. can actually cause, like, a concussive blast. But yeah, there's Dazzler. no way Jubilee can sing. Jubilee cannot. She would, no. It would probably be awful. No, it'd be terrible. Have we heard that yet? Something in me feels like we have. Jubilee singing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. Oh, one thing to note: she's m- completely missing from these episodes, and I'm not missing her at all. She's—they left her in the Savage Land. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, I'm, I don't have to ask where's the cage in this episode. Yeah, but where's yeah, the Cajun Dazzler points out those are the same goons that attacked me, and Cyclops is like, "Yeah, no shit, like they're wearing the same outfit." Like, Thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's cool. You're, and guess what? By the way, you're going back to the club and never being seen again in this show. Yeah. Uh, she heads back in the club, and we just cut to the Inner Circle Club. All of the X-Men are just showing up there now. But it's cool because they like, and it's all of them. It's Gambit, Beast, R- Wolverine, Rogue, Storm, and that's it. And how did they and get Cyclops. there? How did they get there? Nose zone. Nose zone. Wolverine knew how to, he sniffed him out. He says, the nose knows, <laughs> tough guy. I don't make mistakes about Gene. 
Ooh. I know that stink. <laughs> I can smell Gene's stank anyway from miles away. It's like I was like, huh? I followed the cream. And Rogue decides, she says, Where's okay. That blasted salami. <laughs> I'm going to fly up onto the roof to scout if there's a way to go in quietly. Because um, Scott doesn't want to burst in the front door and cause a scene. Now, one thing that I kind of wish... So in the comics, the way they get into the Hellfire Club is they uh, use Angel, Angel's family. They're the War- the Worthingtons. Are uh, sacrifice uh, Angel's family as a distraction. <laughs> yes, I no, like they that. they are members of the club. So rich Angel folk. gets them invites in, and they go undercover. That's really cool. It's awesome. It's great. That's Instead, great. in this version, Rogue flies onto the well. Wolverine and Nightcrawler they infiltrate from the basement, while the other X Men, like the, the quote unquote normal looking X Men, like walk in as like high society members. That sounds great. Yeah, it's awesome. Here's the thing you glossed over, and I won't allow it. Mm. Cyclops complains again about <laughs> the lack of Professor X's ability to infiltrate Gene's brain right now. Relax. So he's like, uh, it bothers me that Professor X couldn't mind link with her. Is her brain all fucked up now? Like, he's worried about Gene not being the same Gene anymore. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's stupid. It's cool if she... It's okay if... She, she might as well just die yeah. then. I want her to go back to being the damsel in distress and useless. Well, she listen to what I say. <laughs> and she Storm's like, be- uh, I don't think she wants to be found by you, dude. It's yeah. Pretty, it's, she's sending you messages and you're can, not getting There's them. so much romance with Wingard. Can she go back to being the recurring guest star she was on season one? Ooh. Wow. When I liked her the most. Yeah. So Rogue flies up looking through the skylight and she sees Jean who is in the middle of getting married to Jason Wingard. Aw. Uh, yeah, Rogue basically says, fuck the quiet plan, rips off the skylight, flies in, and Storm's like, well, I guess we all have to go in now. So she uses her wind powers to carry all the X-Men up to the roof. Easy peasy. We see inside, Rogue starts fighting the inner circle, uh, and she immediately flies up to uh, Sebastian Shaw, starts punching him in the chest. He's just standing there, absorbing Doesn't it. Doesn't give a shit. And she continues to punch him as he's explaining. He's like, you know, my powers are that I can absorb all of your punches, and it turns me into it turns yeah. into strength, and I'll just punch you right back. And he does. He punches her, sends her through the wall. Insane. Can't you see my <laughs> nipples are daggers right now? This is awesome for me. <laughs> Storm flies in. Yeah, all the X-Men. They land. It's on. It's a great fight. Yeah. We see Gambit going up against Donald Pierce, the cyborg, throws Gambit into Beast. Oh, dude, no. He's not doing a lot this fight. This is awesome. So Gambit throws two cards Mm -hmm. at, uh, who is it, Pierce? And Uh, he catches both of them. Shaw. At Shaw. At Shaw absorbs the cards. Yeah, Yeah, he catches both, holds them, crumples them in his hands, and then he says, Just flipped your last ace, ace. Everyone a comedian. Drop him gladly. And he does. Uh, he throws Gambit straight into Beast. Uh, Wolverine slashes at Donald Pierce's arm, and Storm strikes his strikes uh, Pierce with lightning. He's just getting lit up. Dude, this scene rocks too. I'm going to break this down again. Yeah. So Wolverine slices the robot arm, and, uh, and, and then he says this, because I don't get it, actually, so I need some help. I hope you're into <laughs> recycling. Yeah. My arm Seems obvious. Blast you. I believe that pleasure is mine. Oh, nice. Storm getting in on the quips. Love it. Did you hear that? <laughs> I mean, his arm is getting electrocuted. Dude, so. Storm comes in without any hesitation with that one line zinger, banger, boom. I love, yeah, not only are Wolverine and Storm trading blows, they're trading quips as well. Um, what's, 
What is that? Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Huh? What is that <laughs> sound? I don't know, but I always did that when, in high school. <laughs> I feel like I have like a fucking Mandela effect right now. I don't remember that. At I don't all. either. I don't either. Die? <laughs> Scooby-Doo is in the song. Yeah, That's dude. amazing. Wow. Wolverine goes to take on Leland and says, oh. the bigger they are, the more pieces they make. Yep. Ooh. Because he's the bigger boy. Blasts his claws out, and Leland purple powers on Wolverine. Wolverine gets dense. He gets heavy. Yeah. Crashes through the floor down, and we see a cool side like uh, cutout shot of the house as Wolverine crashes through not one, two, but three floors landing in the sewers. Yeah. Psych tries to blast Shaw, but of course it doesn't work because nothing blasted against Shaw works because he, he says, just absorbs it all. We know this, Cyclops. Power. Why are you doing this? Thanks for the power, idea. Uh, Storm's able to sort of hold off Emma Frost with her lightning a bit. She's also simultaneously blasting Leland uh, as she does this. Yeah. And she does her other move where she summons cold Arctic winds, does her classic freeze move, which she saw her do on Omega listen, Red. It works. That's the thing. It works every time. You, if, if the it, it has some, a 100% success rate. Sometimes you need it. Yeah, and she freezes Shaw. Um, looks like the X-Men are about to win. Whim. Looks like the X-Men are about to win when Storm gets blasted by Jean Grey. No. What? Well, they, Phoenix. Uh, by Phoenix. By Fiend. 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 The Fiend Grey. Fiend. Yeah. Fiend I mean, look, because that's Fiend what she says. She says it's no longer Jean. There is no Jean. It's only her body. Her delicious senses. I am Fiend. Jean! Why? Not Jean. Mm. Only her body. Uh? Only her delicious Senses. I am Phoenix. Good work, my love. Thank you, my husband. <gasps> now she's got her body, which means she got a great ass. <laughs> and that is how we end episode one. It's a it's a mistake not to end on Cyclops's face, right? We got to see the horror huh? on his face. It'd be nice. We see that next episode. Yeah, we yeah, see plenty. We it. see a lot of that next episode. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so sick. Uh, yeah, stay tuned, folks. We'll be back after these short messages with Dark Phoenix Part 2, The Inner Circle. Bye-bye. Guys, this is Wingard's episode. Wingard? Wingard? Wingard. This is Wingard's episode. Mastermind himself. He's going to steal... Controlling all of us. He's going to steal your B-word. <laughs> we all look like ancient Victorian men. Ancient men. Ancient yeah. men. Here's Johnny. <laughs> Guys, my uh, stream deck is what I use to hit all these clips. A little insider info. They did an update. It's fucked up. I yeah. can't play any of my past things. I had to convert everything to MP3s, and they weren't MP3s before. It's a whole deal. So you're not going to hear any legacy clips on this one. <laughs> it took us an extra hour to get started today. So sorry for the technical difficulties. Sorry for the legacy drops missing no. from this episode. Yes. But we got a whole new batch of Dark Phoenix drops for you. Henry, hit him. Uh. That one's not new, but you managed to save that old one. <laughs> she got off.
great ass. <laughs> That's what Xavier's saying. And you got his... your head all the way up it. You claim to be a player, but oh. <laughs> the mortal gene. Okay, you don't have to play all the drops. I just turkey. want to... <laughs> turkey. Just turkey. letting the people know turkey. there are right. Turkey. Turkey. Turkey salami. Turkey salami. Turkey. Wolverine's got food on the brain in these two episodes. Let's get into the news. X-Mansion War Room. Xavier trying to get in touch with the X-Men via communicator. He can't get anything from them because guess what? They're all stuck inside the Hellfire Club. Why don't you use Cerebro again, you stupid idiot? You didn't build enough fucking firewalls, so now they're hacking your shit, and now you fucked everybody up. <laughs> well, we see him. Am I right? There's a really cool shot here, though, where we do see Xavier. That's true. That is true. We see Xavier shooting his mind through the Hellfire Club. Uh, I keep calling are, it Hellfire Club. It's, it's okay. inner circle. No, I like it's that, okay. dude. We're uh, first person zooming through the hall. We're seeing it's maids. It's like Windows 95 screensaver. Like yeah. Going oh, through the fucking the maze. Or like the like Simpsons that. intro almost. Or oh, I like that. There's a couple mm. of things. Yeah. Yeah, you know, any classic first person POV tracking shot, really. It's maids in a maze. It's for, it's a first for the X-Men. <laughs> that is what yeah. we're seeing. Animated series. And it looks like the, the staff of the Hellfire Club is getting ready for dinner or something. Um, But then as he's about to head down the hall, a giant metal door slams shut. Someone is blocking him his psychic probe with his mind. He throws on that <laughs> Cerebro helmet to get a little boost. But little does he know, Emma Frost is in the Hellfire Club using her own Cerebro type she's device. She's tough. Now, you were saying last episode, or last part one, she's as strong as Xavier? She can be, yeah. Holy moly. She also, uh, well, this is a mutation she gets much later. She can turn into a diamond form. Um, uh, it's like right. a secondary mutation. Oh, I forgot about she, that. She can do way too many things. Well, uh, I can do diamonds, too. <laughs> she turned her skin to diamonds. Well, it's like an extension of like her telepathic telekinetic no, 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 shield. No. no, it's like her telekinetic powers at work. Like I don't where buy she can that. Shield herself, and when she's in her diamond form, she's indestructible, and she her mind can't be read. Not not a none of that. Must stuff. not feel nice for Professor X to get blocked while invading someone's head for once. Yeah, seriously. Oh, <laughs> that's what Emma Frost is saying to him. Yeah. Um, but she cranks the scrambler buttons all the way up. Crank it up. Uh, so he can't contact them. He asks Cerebro, which is, again, uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, Cerebro just sounds exactly like Xavier, but it's like as if yeah. Xavier was trying to do a robot voice. He goes voice. robo mode. Um, so he asks himself, essentially, uh, why? And Cerebro responds, well, there's two barriers, a human one and an electronic one. Cerebro, why can we not contact the X-Men? Dual barriers, one human, one electronic. I Together see. they are confusing, impenetrable. Ah. Keep probing. I need a moment's rest. <laughs> you work, I'm going to sleep. Jerk. Jerk. The X-Men are missing, dude. What are you doing? You're sleeping on the job. I, I just need to rest real quick. What are you- I'm going to come. <laughs> He's so mad that his prized possession, Gene, is not here for him to play around with like a Barbie doll. Yeah, so he's we are trying seeing... so hard to find her again that he gets exhausted his first five minutes of attempt. I mean, yeah, we are seeing take his nap. kind of how useless Xavier is on his own completely. Like, without the, like the X-Men are in trouble, what's he doing about it? No news there, brother. Nada. Let's get back to the Circle Club. He's not like, oh, I'm going to get in the jet and go check. No, he's just like, I'm just going to rest real quick. So you go see if you can scan a bit more. But anyway, yeah, the X-Men standing, captured. Mutant power repressive collars on them. Not again. They also have their hands bound in these sort of futuristic electro like metal cuff, giant keep, metal <laughs> mittens. Uh, because I can't, them. because I can't play old clips. I keep saying the drops. I'm like, <laughs> not again. Yeah, yeah and that, just like it's like in my brain. No, I like that program. Yeah. No, those are fused into my brain too. I I hear them. So in I'm my gonna sleep. keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> 
So Leland, uh, big boy, he wants to kill the X Men. He's oh, like, why do, like, why do we even have them here? Still, like, let's yeah. just kill them. But Shaw, he wants to experiment on them and subjugate them. Classic mistake. You got them right where you want them. Kill them. I'll be honest. Take them out I'm now. But I want to learn about them. And let's rip them up. Yeah, why does everyone want X- Wolverine's bones so bad? They do. <laughs> they do explain it in the comics uh, that they actually want to use the X Men to kind of like sinister later on, like uh, essentially create like their own mutant elite army. Get Jean's cream out of her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and one thing. Uh, <laughs> it's a deja vu, dude. And uh, one thing to, to point out is uh, Wolverine is still missing, folks. We, you know, he's got sent down into the sewers in the last episode. Um, however, the. Oh, right. So he fell down through the hole. Yeah, they haven't recovered him. But all gotcha. the other X-Men are currently captured. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. one other thing that's different from the comics is in the comics, they actually put a giant ruby quartz helmet on Cyclops' Which would face. be smart. Instead, right now, his hands are tied up. It would also sick. Yeah. 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 No, it's a giant, like, red just dome on top of his head. Um, like a motorcycle helmet. Um, I love that. He should have that every day. Emma says she's been blocking Xavier, but she's not sure how much longer she can do that because right. he's pretty powerful and their scramblers can only do so much. Uh, yeah. but, but Shaw is not worried because he's like, look, our latest member can pick up the slack if she if Emma fails. Yeah. And in walks Jean, dressed in a sick black leather like BDSM outfit, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, there's no other... Uh, like, it's a corset. She's got a big black robe on. She's the black version of Emma Frost. A what? Wait a minute. And her <laughs> hair is done up... Her d- hair is done up real nice and tight like Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah, she got a big... T- oh, you're <laughs> right. Yeah, she got that Miss Doubtfire She got that Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, it's awesome. That's hot. Psych doesn't like this one bit, and Shaw's like, look, we let you guys in, like, intentionally because we want to show you how much control we have over Jean. Um, Jean rips off her robe, revealing her... Big sexy outfit. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't get that in my notes. <laughs> I I I had to. <laughs> oh, I had to jot uh, that I, one. Down. I I had to get that one. <laughs> God, that, that one's going in the notes, brother. So we cut to the sewers. You might be wondering where the hell is Wolverine. Well, the Hellfire mercenaries are wondering the exact same thing as they stare through the hole into the basement that leads down to the what sewers. The heck is down there. They're like no one could have lived a fall like that. So, but Shaw told us to bring back the body. So let's go get it. They go walking down in there. Standing around, all of a sudden, drip, drip, drip. They look up. She's Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the wetening. Wolverine hanging from the pipes. Go on in. The water's fine. Vroom, swoops Sick. down, kicks them into the waters. They get taken away in a flood, essentially. Yeah. Um, and he heads up. He goes. Yeah, he takes off running up the stairs, and it's like on. We see him go up into the basement where a guard is. He holds his gun up to Wolverine, shaking, and Wolverine does the coolest thing he's ever done. I know what you're thinking, punk. Question is, can I get Wolverine before he turns me into shish kebab with those claws? Well, Bob, seeing as how these claws are adamantium, the strongest metal known, and can slice through vanadium (laughs) steel like a hot knife through butter, buddy, you gotta ask yourself, do I feel lucky? Now, where are the other X-Men? And you better have an answer. Oh, dude, that is a that is a 24-second clip where he's just walking up to this guy, giving a montage. And you know what's funny? Just, I was I was watching an interview with uh, the director of Skyfall and Blanco. And you just said montage instead of monologue. You just said montage. I said montage? Instead yeah. Of monologue. Said, as he montages. That's awesome. You know in Skyfall when Javier Bardem is walking up to James Bond for like five minutes? Monologuing? 
that's they got the inspiration from this. Well, no, did this you know is that? verbatim Sam Mendes. from Dirty Clint. <laughs> Sam Mendes said, I love in Dark Phoenix Saga Part so 2. Part 2. Um, Where Wolverine walks up to this guy. Yeah, I was like, I, someone needs to capture that again. Yeah. <laughs> this is giving me Dark Phoenix vibes. You yeah. feeling dirty, Harry? It's from that. No. From that scene. What's dirty. that? I don't know oh, excuse about. me. You feeling lucky, big guy? D- Harry, you feeling dirty today? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love Wolverine in Dirty Harry mode. It's amazing. It's so sick. He says, bub. He says Bob hear, and Buddy a lot. Shink. It's got the all the Wolverine stuff. Yeah, and we see him pop his claws as he grabs the guy, and as you heard, says, you know, salami, where yeah. are the X-Men? You better tell me, and also find me some salami. You better yeah. tell me one thing. Where's the salami? Well, back upstairs, Shaw is macking on Jean in front of everyone. He won't give it up. He's clearly also into her, so we start to get the inklings of a sort of power dynamic triangle between Jason Wingard and Sebastian Shaw. Here's the fucked up level of, like, Dickitude from this men's club. Dickitude, yeah. I love that. Like, first off, they're taking credit for Emma Frost, who found Jean in the first place. Yeah, without her powers, they would be useless. Suddenly, they they are completely taking credit for everything that Phoenix is doing. Yeah, in a weird. They're talking way. about how much they control her, and she su- They yeah. suck. They're power hungry. But even Sebastian's like, "Oh, does Jean actually love you, or is that like another illusion?" So he's like trying to sow seeds of discord, mm-hmm. of like a distrust among them, and. Yeah, there's a lot of jealousy between the two of them. But Emma, once again, comes in and is like, okay, guys, like, focus up. Like, we can't deceive and control her forever. She's going to see through this eventually. And Jason is like, no, I will literally the men manipulate suck. her forever. Yes. It's bullshit. They're going to gaslight her, f- like, every waking moment of her life, I guess. It's, it's like, exhausting. That's not a, that, but Emma's like, right, she's, that's not a long-term solution. And they're like, shut up, Emma, you don't even know her. Yeah, and, <laughs> and this is when Wingard really starts to kind of, he gets... Here's a little sneak peek of him really just feeling his own juice. Sorry, I don't know. Feeling... Just play anyway. <laughs> You worry too much, Miss Frost. You saw how easily she became one of us. Something inside her hungers for new sensations, oh. yearns to feel. Oh. I've introduced her to dark emotions she had never dreamed of. She wants more. And as he says that, we see Cyclops with his mouth as wide as it could go, <laughs> just staring at this guy like, oh, my God, what has been going on between you two? And Wingard says, you claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? He took her in like his bedroom and he like played some fucking What's My Chemical it? Romance. And yeah. I what's, showed her some things she's never, ever seen. Darkest what's, desires. Uh, what's, is, it, is it Marathon Man or where... Sylvester Stallone and, and Mayor, that's not Marathon Man. I Demolition Man, Buffalo sixty six, Demolition Man, where Sylvester Stallone and what's her face, Sandra, Sandra Bullock? Bullock, do like sex VR together. Oh, VR sex, yeah, that's what they do. Uh, yeah, they do mind. They mind fuck. They mind fuck. That's uh, problematic, actually, because Gene is not consenting. But Phoenix, but Phoenix is is, is Phoenix so aware? Yes. Phoenix, Phoenix is controlling all of this stuff. Well, no, 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 no. She's Sorry, like annoyed. No, Phoenix is being deceived yeah. by Wingard via Gene. Angry, like, yeah. there's, yeah. Okay. It gets really complicated in the it's comics of like how much of the Phoenix controls yes, over right. Gene versus the other way around. Like, it's they're both kind of constantly struggling for control. It's a lot more complicated in the books, but here it's a little bit simpler in that it's just like it is Gene, but Phoenix is what's making her powerful, and then like. What Jason Wingard is ultimately doing is he's breaking down Gene's psychic barriers enough so that Phoenix can take control over Gene. Yeah. And then... Eric Leewald touches on it a little bit in the book, but the way he describes it is kind of like 
her as an alien studying humans. Like th- this is them. Yeah. Putting their feelings on her, fighting over mm. like she's just watching this happen. Phoenix she, is a cosmic entity that yeah, is yeah. feeling these emotions for the so very first time. So that's the dark time. emotions. Yeah. that's all the the shit surrounding her. Well, it's like like it's imagine the toxic when you were energy. a kid and you like got away with breaking the rules for the first mm-hmm. time and how good that felt. Right, it began your life of of not me. Darkness. I threw up every time I she's broke like, the like, look, rules. all I have to do is enter a room, throw up my cloak, and everyone Cyclops just melts into a puddle <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> this is interesting. Yes. Um, so we cut to the kitchens among this horror. Dude, I love this guy. Oh, God. The servants bringing out the food as we find a Hellfire Club member asking about his Chateau Calamari 59 on a phone next to a dumb waiter. I love this guy. He looks, he's dressed like in a purple, again, like Victorian sort of fancy Never man outfit. Never take Andrew out to eat dinner. I wish I pulled this clip because he sounds I'm nice. To, I'm nice to the service industry. Well, that guy's not a server. That guy's clearly one he's of like, the Hellfire Club members. You called him members. a dumb waiter. No, I think no, he's, he's like... <laughs> He is son of a bitch. That is so dumb. I led you on my path for too long. Oh, you are evil. Uh, Just like this guy. Uh, Yeah, he's got big fat glasses on too. He's He's really annoying. I love him. But ding, 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 dumbwaiter comes and out jumps Wolverine kicking him to the wall. And he's also got the bottle of wine in hand. Lousy year. He drops it on him. But then before he leaves, he sees a little turkey sitting on a tray. Slices it, slices off a leg and takes now a bite. This, if you got the first meme in your mind of X Men the Animated <laughs> Series, it's fucking Wolverine looking at the photo of Gene and Scott. Yeah, second, yeah. that's first. It, it's turkey time, baby. Yeah, it's, it's, happy we Thanksgiving. Finally got there. Wolverine slicing the turkey leg, and he slices off. Andrew, you're gonna have to pull this for the Instagram. Takes a little bite, but he smiles yeah. as he's slicing. Yeah, it's a great screenshot. And then he, uh, yeah, takes turkey. off with turkey leg in hand turkey. to go infiltrate. <laughs> he's like Beavis and Butthead in this moment. <laughs> what yeah. is he even doing? Turkey. <laughs> he's eating. He's hungry, man. I'm hungry. It's right hard now. taking out Hellfire goons and sneaking through. Uh, but anyway, as he starts to sneak, he's immediately caught at gunpoint by a Hellfire mercenary. Immediately turns around, grabs him, throws him through the door as he fights even more, uh, I guess I'll call them fancy pants Hellfire guards. He's They're taking everyone out. More of the pink robes, I guess you could call them. Yeah. Um, he climbs, fights his way up the stairs as more Hellfire goons approach with like a bunch of Eskrimas in their hand. Like they have a bunch of like, just like beating clubs or sticks. Now, for those listening who don't know what Eskrima is, that's basically... I make that in the toilet. Yeah, Eskrima. <laughs> Well, he slices up that excrement and tosses the guys down the stairs as three more goons come in and just tackle him again down the stairs. Um, We cut back into the dining room as the inner circle is toasting to evil. Uh, Yeah, what do they do? What do they do on a daily basis? That they they eat really nice meals. I'm telling you, it's the Titanic. It's the room of Titanic guys who are just like. We rock. Yeah. And I was like, I rock the most. Yeah. Well, you know, usually they're like, hey, you know, there's a oil tanker coming up. What if we what if we use our mutant powers to sink the oil tanker? And right before we did that, we sold all of our stock. You My know? theory now Stuff for like Pierce, that. I figured it out, dude. Pierce was their, like, low-life butler, PA. Like, they, they all walked on Pierce. No, he's definitely one of the lower members. And then one day they... they Got too carried away and ripped one of his arms off. Okay. How? And Oof. they felt bad about it, but they made him so strong by giving him a new arm. They were like, shit, I think we need to bump him up. Yeah, the like, <laughs> inner circle stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, that's, well, it's interesting because in the, in the comics, they also all have like nicknames that, um, and like status ranks that uh, apply to chess pieces. Stink boy. So <laughs> Emma Frost is like the white queen and uh, Sebastian Shaw is like the, the white king. And then um, you've got Jean, who's the black I'm the, queen. I'm the white king. Uh, dark queen. Uh, no, I think it's black, but it sounds weird. Uh, anyway. And together they make white power. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, they do. They are, they all are stand-ins for like 
white supremacy, yeah. essentially, like white mutant supremacy um, at the in the upper echelons of high society. As they're toasting Jean, their new queen, Scott tries to psychically reach out to her, and Emma immediately senses it, uh, tells Jason Wingard to engage her mind Wingard, quickly. can you get this shit together, man? Cyclops yeah. can't even think quietly. He's no. just like, uh, uh, <laughs> He's basically screaming across the psychic, saying, Jean, hey, Jean, help me out. Uh, yeah, and we enter Jean's mind's eye as... Emma Frost uses her powers to boost Jason's powers into Jean's mind as Scott's in there as well. Yeah. And we so see we're we're in we're in her head now. The mindscape. We're in cloudy. It's a cloudy Technically it's the astral plane, but foggy. Is it really? Yeah, it's in the comic oh. it is, yeah. Yeah, we're in Jean's mind and 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 uh Cyclops says something like, Could this dark place be your mind? Yes. Yeah, like doesn't he's like, This can't be. There's and like the, fog everywhere. Yeah. It's hard to see. He approaches sort of a mansion as yeah. Jean and uh, sorry, Fiend. Gene. Yeah, Fiend <laughs> opens the door. Fiend and Wingard. Fiend and Gene. G- well, scene. first it's just Fiend's <laughs> yes. uh, sh- like silhouette, and, and then, then all of a sudden, <laughs> Jason. Jason Wingard. Wingard. Ween and Gene. So he walks out and he says, "Look, we're gonna duel, no quarter." And Dude, Cyclops, he backhands him. Yeah, that's what you do before a duel. Cyclops gets fucking <laughs> slapped. Dream I slapped. laughed so hard. He backends and he goes, we're going to duel, bitch. Get your sword. <laughs> so Cyclops tries to blast him with his, his visor. Nope, nothing happens. He takes off his visor. He can <gasps> see because he's in the mindscape. Of course he doesn't have his mutant but Look powers. how hot he is, is what I'm saying. And he's yes. looking real hot. And also, all yes. of a sudden, his clothes change and he's dressed like an old Robin Hood. old sailor boy. John Smith ass. Yeah, yeah. he does kind of look. Yeah, John Smith and, and he uh, got Pocahontas. a sword. I was thinking, to be honest, it's so stupid that I wanted a toy of it. And I looked it up, and they don't exist. I bet they don't. I Cyclops with a gun, toy number one. Yeah, shotgun, Cyclops the is shotgun, a fur trapper. Yeah. As yeah. a fur trapper, <laughs> toy yeah. number two. Yeah, I wrote down he looks like Paul Revere. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, or like Peter Pan or Peter something. Peter Pan. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, Wingard draws his sword. Cyclops draws his. They duel. It's a great little sword fight. Uh, you know, Wingard pushes him back up some stairs. The stairs collapse. Cyclops slides down. Like, Wingard's got the upper hand because they're in the mindscape, and he has complete control over this reality that I, he's created inside Gene's mind. I knew he so. had the upper hand when he called him an XX man. Oof. As he slashed an X on his chest. In Unreal. Yeah. Gnarly move. And as Cyclops track. is what? about to... You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. <laughs> he's saying that the whole fight. Yeah. Uh, Cyclops tries to stab him. That's why I fucked your bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most disrespectful song of all time. That's why I fucked your bitch, fat motherfucker. (laughs) The way he says that. So aggressive. So awful. It captures the energy and the pain that Cyclops is feeling. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's true. Um... Poor Cyclops. Yeah, he's having a tough time in this one. Uh, yeah, he he tries to stab him, but Wingard turns into a brick wall. He kicks Cyclops back into a yeah, spider so web. A brick wall. There's a chasm between them at one point. Cyclops just like can't fight with all these illusions. But Wingard, he's like Wingard, you got to cut it out. This is cheating. He's like Wingard's like that's not me, bud. That's your wife. That's a girl that I'm fucking. <laughs> he calls him a peasant the too. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's like, look, your own wife, girlfriend, whoever she is, she's helping me destroy you right now. Um, Cyclops tackles Jason. He's about to land the killing blow. And then Jason just disappears as Phoenix emerges. She says she's already been freed by the constraints of sympathy and morality that can find normal humans. Yeah. So Cyclops says like, look, Gene, this isn't your mind. Like your mind's a bright and beautiful place. This is dark and and disgusting. I think I've never empathized with you once. (laughs) 
He's like, look, Jason Wingard's just deceiving you. He's making you think the world is this way when it's not. And she just laughs. She's like, I get to partake in the dark joy of destruction, so I don't care. <laughs> the dark joy of destruction. <laughs> the end of Scott Summers. Wait, no. And Wingard stabs Cyclops. As we cut back to reality. Those things feel like they'd be on the cover of a comic book, and sometimes I feel like the yeah. writers put that in the script. I'm like, you don't have to put every word in. Like, oh, yeah. People don't literally yell the end of Scott Summers. <laughs> yeah. But I like it. But it's like something, yeah, on the cover you see him getting stabbed, and it's uh-huh. like, the end of Scott, yeah. As we cut back to reality, Scott collapses to the ground, and Wingard is like, hey, when the mind's destroyed, the body can't live, so let's make out again, Gene. They start making out as Cyclops so awesome. moans on the ground. He's still <laughs> alive. How is this possible? Emma Frost needs to find out. She says, the fact that he survived your the destruction of his self-image or whatever yeah. uh, is kind of amazing. I need to get inside his brain to study it. She starts using her powers to scan his mind, but all of a sudden, she sees Jean Grey. No. They're still psychically connected. Jean is what's keeping Scott alive. Mm-hmm. There's a part of her that still wants him to live. That's still connected to Scott, even through all of Dark Phoenix's control over her body. And Shaw takes this opportunity to take a stab, a little jab at Jason. Still dick measuring over here. Yeah, he's like, hey, guess you don't have as much control over your girl as you thought. Um, He's he's like, look, we'll have the Phoenix destroy him to prove that she's really under control, okay? But then Jean busts out, like, momentarily, like, actual Jean. She's like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to kill Scott. Like, but then all of a sudden, boom, Jason uses his powers again on her. He's like, you'll do it for me. And Shaw quickly goes, oh, you'll do it for the inner circle. Uh, so Phoenix steps forward, lights up, about to light up Cyclops, when our boy Wolverine busts through the door. Where's he been? There's Johnny. There's Here's Johnny. And he's covered in bad guys. I thought you could say he's covered in turkey. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, he is, because those guys might as well be turkey to him, the way he's That's slicing true. them up. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. This was maybe my maybe my favorite moment in the whole episode. Like, I just love Wolverine busting through the door to save the day. He's like, been on a mission. In full so, chaos yeah, mode, it's too. It's awesome. Just, like, covered in bad guys. Um, Shaw tells Leland that he's, like, an idiot for not killing Wolverine properly. And the only reason I bring this up is because it comes into play later. Yeah. Um, Because the inner circle, they're just kind of all picking each other apart constantly, especially Shaw on everyone else. They all want to be the most powerful, the coolest, the smartest, the best looking, the biggest gene lover. But before Wolverine can do anything, Phoenix blasts him into the wall, sending him across the room, basically knocking him out. And Jason tells, uh, Wingard tells Shaw that he needs to stand down as leader. All right. Jason's got control of the Phoenix. He should have control over the club as well. Shaw's like, no way. I've got the support of the council, right, Leland? This seems like a normal time to have this debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when like the entire, yeah, exactly. It's a perfect timing. Can I talk to you for a second? Hey, um, I know we have like the X-Men here and like Wolverine just busted in, but like, let me just, quick aside. Uh, Yeah, Leland, I got your support, right? Leland gives him the old thumbs down saying, and he called him a fool one too many times. True, yeah. we heard it. Hey, remember when I said five seconds ago that that was important? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pierce also does the same thing. Uh, he turns on Shaw as well, and so does Emma. Because Emma's like, look, Shaw, you wanted a new queen. You got her. Like, So Shaw's like, okay, fine. I'm going to kill you all now. So we cut back to Phoenix and Wolverine real quick across the room. She starts to use her powers on him, tearing him apart when a psychic link suddenly opens up. 
That's what it sounds like. And she see <laughs> it's a big <laughs> slurp. Uh, she sees so Wolverine blink. training in his dojo from season one oh when God. he was training in his dojo after he was hurt yeah. by Sabretooth. She looked amazing in that flashback. And she walks in the doorway and she goes, Wolverine. And he says, hey, Jane, I'm still a little hurt. Ugh. And he falls to the ground and she rushes she to his side. Him. She catches him. Oh, Scott needs me. And he's like, so do I. Do I. And as they both look into each other's eyes right before they're about so to kiss and right before she's about to break away, she farts. Vroom! Jean gets sucked out of her trance. She comes through, busts come through the phoenix, and ah. regains control of her own body. What have I done? What have I let the phoenix do to A Scott? A lot. Yeah, well, should we talk about this now? About how it's Wolverine who saves Jean, who brings her out, and not Scott? It was Scott. I felt like it was Scott for like a second. And then, really, the memories of Wolverine. She's like, oh my god, I gotta get back to my, my lover. My lovers. No. My little furry lover. Just Wolverine. <laughs> um, I think I think that her love is strongest for him. For Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This yeah. is your evidence? I think it's a I big, mean, I think it's big, big evidence. I think if the rules were flipped for Scott and Wolverine and they did this, I would be arguing that, okay, they're clearly showing that Scott's feelings for Jean is what's pulling her out. Mm-hmm. Whereas if Wolverine was the one trying to fight Wingard inside her mind or whatever. But it was Scott and then he failed and yeah. I think in the that, comic, it is Scott that pulls her out. I think but. here's another thing to think about. She knows how people feel, right? Mm. How they think. I think she knows Wolverine feels more strongly about her than Scott does. Mm. She's She probably loves Scott Wolverine more. sees the real her. Yes, and she knows that. So she will always have this piece of her. That's yeah, like, I thought that's what it know. was. I thought it was like because she felt the pure desperation of Wolverine in that moment as Lois when right. he couldn't have Gene. That connection was so strong that she was shaken. She from felt it. so embarrassed for it. That, that's <laughs> that actually moment crazy. That it pulled Gene out. That's I mean, a, I've never both interpretations work. <laughs> she I've just never... felt so bad for it. It was yeah. such an emotional moment in Wolverine's like, life. I was so awkward. God, where only Cyclops Gene can... never got there. All he thought about was like, why is she being weird? Why is she being weird? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> well, it doesn't last long because uh, Jason asks quickly asks her to destroy Shaw, but Phoenix uh, fl- fires back at him. Uh, Wingard's lost his control of her. She's like, "Look, no one can control the power of the Phoenix." All right. Her, at this point, the Phoenix's raw power is just bursting out of Jean's body, destroying everything in its wake. Really, boss. Scott tries to cry out, like, "Jean, it's you. Talk to me, please." And she's like, "Nope." Flies through the ceiling, busts out of there. But in her rage. Her powers have zapped off all the collars and hand bindings of the X-Men. That's good. And now it's X-Men versus Inner Circle. It's awesome. She tells them to amuse themselves, which I kind of enjoy. Yeah. And it lends to the theory that she's just like, this is entertainment for her. This for is, the Phoenix, yeah. Yeah, this is observation. She's like, let me watch these mortals squabble amongst their themselves. Yeah. Well, Cyclops immediately blasts Leland before he can uh, weigh anyone else down. He go blasts through a wall, yeah. um, landing in like a little restaurant area that... Oh, I'm stupid. This is where Gambit catches... This is where yes. uh, Shaw catches the cards. Yeah, Gambit throws his cards at Shaw at Whoops. this point. Yeah, he catches and absorbs them. Um, Scary moment. And, yeah. Shaw, and Shaw says... <laughs> I need no help from a woman to destroy the X-Men. I can absorb all their powers. Go ahead. Try it. Cyclops shoots the floor underneath Shaw. Fall blast. Shaw me. falls through. I hang on to this one. Thanks, Mona Me. Now, here's where Gambit immediately blows it. Cyclops has an all-time moment here that was so fucking cool. Loved it. Yeah. Blasting After Gambit got emasculated by both of his cards just being useless. 
think Gambit's like, hey, can you just like let me kill some of these guys? Yeah. So he turns, and what is the first thing he does is thinks with his fucking dick again. Goes after Emma. He goes after Emma because she looks hot, and he says she looks like something to hold on to, and yeah. he gets smoked immediately. Gambit, you got to get your shit together, dude. I'm starting to worry about you a little bit. Yeah. But then, thankfully, Emma lost. is quickly hit by a, I guess it's like a freeze blast from Storm. They don't really, it's like just a general blast that she gets hit by. It's not yeah. really lightning, but it looks kind of frosty a little she bit. She air so. blasts her. I don't really know what Storm did there. But anyway, Rogue, we see Rogue wrestling with Donald Pierce, Cyborg Man. Um, yeah, she tackles at him, and he redirects her. Ta- he's quick. He's a good fighter, Oh, yeah, he's guy. flipping his arms around and yeah. stuff. Um, and yeah, the more mercenaries run in for just Wolverine to slash at, basically. We see Beast tossing a guy. Storm lightning blasts Pierce's arm again. Everybody's quipping. And this time, she's using a she uses her wind to blast all of the goons like out of the room. Um, as Cyclops gives a great line read here. Hey, yeah. mop up in here. I'm going to go find Gene. You guys mop up in here. Hey, you guys find, find some mops? The floor's bloody from where we killed those guys. <laughs> he holds up a hand for high five and no one does it. But yeah, we see uh, Beast jumping through the floor, uh, the hole in the floor that Cyclops made to jump down onto Shaw. And uh, as he does this oh, Wolverine... He, he apologizes for dropping in first. Yes. Oh, yes, that's Boom! right. Yes. More quips flying in hot. Uh, yes. Beast gets Beast a good is, one. I'm loving Beast every episode so far. Beast? More backpack beast. He yeah. got off to a rough start with you guys, but you, you've you come around on him, I feel He's like. great. He I just is him. talking less. That's a huge thing. <laughs> and the stuff he's saying is more yeah, helpful. Well, actually, you know what? Yeah, it's not even true. He's just saying good stuff. He's not, yeah. he's not like, he learned a little goes a long way. The one yeah. character kid me was wrong about is Professor X. I had a lot of respect for him growing up. Yeah, dude, what a loser. <laughs> but everyone else, you know, I was pretty spot on about. You know, it's funny. Beast actually isn't part of the X-Men at this point in the comics. He's part of Avengers. He's on the Avengers, and he sees what's going down in the health fire club on the avengers computers and is like i'm gonna go check that out and he literally like goes himself uh, like to go help out the x-men escape from the cool. hellfire club it's really fun it would make sense that beast would graduate go up to the avengers yeah because he's like fucking smart i mean they like mm-hmm. yeah um so anyway we'll see wolverine leaping off a balcony down onto leland and leland starts using his his density powers on wolverine big mistake he makes wolverine even heavier so wolverine crashes Leland through the floor down into like this. I shouldn't have had all that salami. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is another thing that's like pretty much all of this, all of this fight scene is directly lifted from the comics. That's what I love about these two oh, episodes nice. is like they stick so close um, to a lot of the action and even a lot of the events, but mostly the action of the they're, of those they're issues. flowing in this fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all great. working together, doing it also by themselves. Like they go off on their own, but they're confident yeah. that they can take him in a one v one battle, and then they get some backup if they need it. It's really great, X Men. Beast is flipping Shaw over and over and over again on his legs. That was of, so like, funny. Flip he's just spinning him, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, well, I'm not using a lot of power. Therefore, you're not getting stronger." And Shaw's like, "No, actually." I'm still strong. Same thing. <laughs> he grabs his leg, throws yeah. Beast like through the through the wall or something. Um, yeah. And yeah, once again, uh, Storm busts in with her cold powers, freezes the entire room so that everyone just gets nice and chilly, uh, which freezes Shaw. And at this point, everyone in the Hellfire Club, the bigger Hellfire Club, are all running out. It's chaos. Well, uh, she doesn't freeze him fully. Right. Right? She just makes him cold. Yeah, so he kind of stops for a second. Oh, right. He, he does bre- it. It busts out. It allows yeah. him to escape later, right, 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 but yeah. Right. Um, so it's at this the classic point, Omega Red move. It worked on him, right? Yeah. Mm. Freezes ass. Worked on yes. Omega Red. Worked on Blob, I think, or was it Pyro? Blob, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, she uses it a lot. 
Uh, we see Gambit throwing cards against some mercenaries, finally doing something useful. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Looks like the hot shot in a circle hot-tailed it out of here. Well, that was really good. <laughs> that was pretty good. But where's Gene and Cyclops? And, and, well, Cyclops is running through the club looking for Gene. Uh, we see uh, Shaw rising from the ground, Chuck's beast into storm, sending both of them crashing down, and he escapes through a secret bookcase. Uh, Rogue chases... I, it, it, can I just tell you guys, I want one thing in my house, and it's a secret bookcase. Oh, it'd be sick. That's it. That's a dream. That's all I want. I'd love to have that. I want to peek behind a painting. I want to cut out the eyes and peek behind just a painting. Get your little live boy eyes. Yeah. Looking what are you going to keep in there? Looking in left the, and right. In the in the bookshelf room? That'll be the that'll be my theater. Mm, that's cool. It's like you only sh- perform Cyclops. It's like Scream 3, Cyclops actually. Literally Scream 3. That mansion. Yeah, Rogue chases after Donald Pierce, catching up and ripping his arm off. Yeah, she, but you're not without saying cool stuff. Thanks for the hate and sugar. <laughs> I bet these cybernetic things cost an arm and a leg. Oh. This might... I, I am going to say something. Yeah. Uh, actually, the X-Force fight was really good, but I was going to say this X-Factor. might... X-Factor. X-Factor fight might, was pretty good, but this is like me. I'm not going to say the best, to me personally, I feel like this X-Men fight is like a top three. Yeah, it's a top tier fight. I think the, all the choreography is really good. I think all the quips are really good. All the teamwork is really good. And the variety, who fighting is really good. The cool. variety of powers helps a lot. I, I agree, think. except for I wish they're fighting these dudes in these wigs. You don't man. like the wig. You don't like the outfits. You just don't like I the way they their look. powers are cool. That takes big yeah. points off of me, though. X-Factor, I'm like, all these dudes are cool and crazy. Because they got the costumes. Yeah. They're looking slick. Yeah. What's-his-face has a cape. <laughs> but you're right. The quips are way better in this episode. Yeah, Wolverine's yeah. been firing them off like crazy. And they're all d- Storm got one in. I say this episode. I mean the last two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Pierce flees. Oh yeah. He escapes. Shaw. Him and Shaw they escape down secret passageways and they basically say, "Hey, we're gonna come back in a future episode, maybe." Yeah. See you later, audience. And they yeah. Well, they give a good little. We'll get our revenge speech. Um, back to the roof. Jason Wingard. Opens the door, sees Jean standing on the edge. Tries to uh, tries to convince her all of this is just another nightmare. Tries to illusion her once again, send her back in time. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. time she ain't falling for it. Oh, okay. No. His attempts to use her has opened her eyes. Phoenix. And she right or is it is it Jean? Oh, it's Phoenix. Phoenix. It's Phoenix. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. both, but Phoenix. Well, you said we have to. We have to. Just... That's true. It's true. Right now, Phoenix is the one talking, Fiend. doing the talking. Fiend is talking through Jean. Yeah. Uh, she blasts him with Phoenix energy. Thirsting for more power. He gave her... I felt the thrill of evil and now thirst for more. Just gave her a little taste. She wants the whole enchilada. Yeah. All right. She uses her powers to bust through his illusion that he's trying to create around her and also bust through his actual illusion of what he looks like, which is what he casts all the time. And you see that he looks like a disgusting old man. This was heartbreaking. Love it. This was heartbreaking. We've been fooled all along. I thought this dude was a hot. I thought he was hot. I thought he was hot too. Turns out he's just a disgusting old freak. It's more like Gaston's more of a uh, Olaf. Oh my God. But she. The motherfucking (laughs) bitch. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, So she says, well, now that I've seen what you truly look like, it's time for you to see what I truly look like as we enter his mind's eye. And she sends the Phoenix Phoenix Force into his brain. And there's something I want to read to you guys from the comics as to what is going on. We don't she, read here. When yeah. she does this to him Glad in you the do. books. At Gene's touch, his mind expands at the speed of thought, racing instantly from one side of reality to the other through all the infinite reaches of space and time. In the blink of an eye, Mastermind finds himself in touch with the universe. 
his brain flooded with all the myriad, absolute, contradictory truths of all of existence. He screams, unable to cope. He runs, unable to escape. He drowns. He is, after all, only human. A man of limited awareness, limited power, limited ability, transformed in a twinkling into a god. Some people can handle the experience, some can't. And with that, you see his eyes go blank, and he like basically gets lobotomized. Wow. Is that really what happens to the character? Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. He's like, yeah, she like literally turns him into like, she turns his brain to mush, essentially. We kind of see that in the show. It goes into like black and white, like phases of energy and he can't even comprehend like what he's seeing laughing like yeah. smoky phoenix yeah. overtakes yeah him. like oh over the cosmos and like yeah it's... and as he's drifting off into death cyclops gets up on the roof to see his his beautiful beautiful girlfriend that he's gonna lose says, forever, hey gene probably. maybe we should get married <laughs> yeah and uh and he's like how can I help? The mortal Jean Grey is no more. Oh. I am fire made flesh. Oh. Power incarnate. I am the dark phoenix. Jean? No! No, it's Fiend. Fiend? And we're done. As the Phoenix Force flares out. Oh my god. We're out of part two. Holy shit, there's some shit that's gone down, man. (laughs) Next up, it's Gene versus the X-Men, or Fiend versus the X-Men. Yeah, Fiend time. It's going to be a gnarly one, folks, and I hope you stick with us because it gets wild. I'm scared. Henry still hasn't seen these next two episodes. I haven't. John and I watched them together. No, I'm out. I'm not sticking with you. Oh. Oh. I'll see you guys later. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I guess Henry and I will talk about it next, next time. Guys, it's been real. It's been fun. We learned a lot. Wolverine likes salami. Gene uh, likes Fiend. We got. We didn't do our cuck of the week. Oh my god! So cuck of the week. I mean, it's Cyclops. Exactly. Cyclops. Well, there was a thing. One thing that made me think they were yeah, trying we, to remind we, us of we, another we, cuck. Yeah. It was Moira McTaggart's appearance with her new lover to remind us that. Still, the biggest cuck of them all is Xavier. <laughs> Xavier. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, But he's got Lilandra up in space. And who knows? Maybe she might be making a triumphant return in the near future. <gasps> he sucks. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so we're going to save our we're going to save our ratings and all that. Yeah, we got to wait to the okay. end of part two before we get into our full Phoenix ratings. Well, so far, I think we're off to a great start. You don't want to hear what IMDb says? No, I think we do it oh, at the we, end. We can guess these two. We can guess these two, okay. and then we just won't give our actual rating. Okay. Yeah, what is IMDb ratings? Pretty I'm gonna, high. I'm going to say it's a 7.7. 7. Uh, part one, part dazzled. One. Yeah. Dazzled, I'll go 7.6. 7.8. Woo! Henry wins that wow. one. All right, part two, That's I think, really is going to be higher. I agree, though. I think these are really good. I would say 7.8. Henry? 7.2. Part two, Inner Circle, 8.0. It's great. I mean, it's most of the episode is Wolverine fighting his way through the Hellfire Club and the X-Men fighting the Hellfire Club. So um, Mind fights aren't my favorite sort of fights, but I agree. There's a lot of good shit. Oh, this yeah. is low tier on the ter- tier of like mind fights. The Cyclops one? I, it's oh, cool. I, I like the sword no, fight. No, I mean, it's. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. It There are wa- way worse ones. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. that's actually like, oh, you're just actually getting a sword fight out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. They could have taken it to some more extremes, but again, they kept it pretty close to the books, which I, you know, you guys already know I appreciate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
So biggest cuck of the week for you, Henry? <laughs> um, it's Beast. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to see what you mean. Yeah, because last time, last relationship, he's still getting over his love for a tablet. And <laughs> oh my god! In this one, he doesn't have any tech on him, no backpack, and I'm thinking. He's having a really rough time. He can't even look at a smartphone <laughs> because without he fell in a, love with a without computer. getting a boner and crying. Why? Well, I guess we'll see you next week, folks. <laughs> okay, talk to you later. Wait, we never got your cuck of the week, John. Jokes on you, it's me. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, I didn't get to talk about how much, how many L's Gambit's been taking lately. I tried to get out of there. Ugh, you got out too quick. I talked so, talk shit quick. about him though. You know, yes, he's, yeah. He's being a naughty His kid. stock is falling now.